Hello, everyone. Welcome to the West is Best podcast. We are going to go through a quick introduction of your host. My name is Marcella Talamante from New Mexico State University. I am a extension 4-H educator for Viriba County, and um, I've had the opportunity to serve New Mexico Cooperative Extension for the last 12 years. My role within the association is our Western Regional Director um, overseeing the communications. My name is Megan Brittingham. I'm with University of Wyoming Extension in Goshen County, where I have been the 4-H educator for 12 years. I am the Regional Director for the West. My name is Alan Taggart. I'm with University of Idaho Extension. I'm a 4-H Extension Educator Assistant Professor in Ada County, which is Boise, Idaho. I have been in Extension for seven years and I am currently serving as the president of the Idaho Association of Extension 4-H Professionals, and I'm currently serving as the past chair of the Urban Programming Working Group with NAE 4-H YDP. And our podcast, um, for those who have been around for a hot minute, um, Alan and I had the pleasure of working together for the Idaho Awards conference uh, that was going to be in person, but then went virtual in 2020. And <laughs> As Alan and I whistled while we worked on that project over the months together, um, this was really one of his ideas. So, Alan, would you tell us more about well, that and if we're sure. meeting your dream? <laughs> yeah, I well, I have always wanted to do a podcast. I love listening to podcasts. I think it's really valuable to to do work development through a, a, a medium that will be able to that you could, we've, we've talked about it here as a group where it can just be something that can be listened to um, whenever you're driving, you know, an extension. Sometimes we are <laughs> going for a long drives in, in different areas, but just having a, a place where we can continue to expand our professional development or just provide a space where we can talk about things as 4-H professionals that of just different topics that we wonder about. And just to know that you're not alone, that you're not the only one thinking uh, or dealing with a problem or, or trying to mull over certain situations. And, and so like Megan was just saying, this is something that we had, I, I started talking with her about and, and uh, she took it and ran with it. And uh, it was a really good conversation. And we, we figured that since we are here in the Western region, we could start here and start highlighting some of the things and some of the amazing stories that are happening. Um, because we're not the only ones that have started a 4-H podcast in the past, um, but we wanted to do something to highlight the West. Absolutely, and I like what you talk about with um, the, I wrote down portable professional development, and um, <laughs> I thought that was, I don't know if you said that or if I did, but I thought I it like was it. a great idea, and Marcella, as our incoming regional director, um, starting now, she's official, and uh, how excited for me that um, my new partner in the West uh, was willing to jump on board with this as well. I think it's a great idea. Um, I am an avid podcast listener myself. So this is a concept definitely that um, provides a lot of depth. Also some hopefully chuckles along the way. We are going to expand a whole bunch of different topics, hopefully that are relevant to what we do. A lot of our perspective, um, because we're extension professionals ourselves come from that, but also looking at different perspectives that how we can continue to support 
our colleagues in addition to setting ourselves up for success long-term. Absolutely. And there's so much value in just knowing what other people are up to and knowing what possibilities there are out there. You know, I think if you, if, if you as our listener have stories and of things that you want told or, or questions, we want to hear from you. So please reach out to us and let us know. We want to know what people need to hear more about or what they need inspiration on or support on, because that's what we really want to do. We want to try to really reach out and, and be a help to as many forage professionals as possible. Absolutely. And keep you company as you're traveling the many, many miles around the Western states, for sure. So then, Alan, we're going to phase into a, a new game that we just invented called Three Questions. <laughs> so Alan will ask the first question. Excellent. So I have a question for all of you. And after you take a turn, uh, I will answer it myself is how did you get involved with 4-H? What's your earliest memory of 4-H? And, and Marcella, we'll go with you first. Okay, so um, earliest part of 4-H, I am a product of 4-H, so I was in 4-H as a kiddo. Um, thinking back, I remember attending a 4-H meeting with my brothers, and it was one of those opportunities that I had to do a public speaking presentation. And for whatever reason, maybe it was the anxiety and the emotion and just being so nervous going into this meeting as like this nine-year-old kid. Um, those memories, I think, have really provided me with the foundation of cool, awesome, but at the same time, it's okay to be scared in the moment and push through it. So that's my my thinking back of earliest 4-H memory, that's how I got involved. So my, it was my brothers, me being the youngest child, I kind of was like the little sister that got pulled into what my brothers wanted to do, so. That's awesome, I love it. That's, that 4-H is about family so many times, so totally, totally love that. Megan, how about you? How did you get involved with 4-H or your oh. earliest memory? Oh, I have to tell you, so here's where I'm at a disadvantage. This 4-H is actually my family business. So I am second generation 4-H professional, third generation 4-H member from the state of Ohio. My wow. mom is currently still an active 4-H educator there in Ohio. So I grew up uh, in 4-H, much like you, Marcella, um, from the time I was born. I remember... Um, one of my earliest memories was coming up, I was in school and someone asked me if I could go to a slumber party or something. I mean, little, little, first grade, second grade. And I said, I can't because we have livestock committee meeting or something like some 4-H related meeting. <laughs> and this, as a kid, I knew what a meeting was because, you know, I had grown up in the system. And I remember this kid looked at me and said, what's a meeting? And I realized that that kid and I were not the same. Like <laughs> we were not the same kid. So uh, absolutely, 4-H is a big part of my family, um, and certainly as a professional, it's a big part of my my family too. And as a kid, so I always feel like I'm at a disadvantage with that question. But I appreciate that I get to share that with everybody. Alan, what about That's you? 
Well, thank you for asking. So my earliest memory, so I just full disclosure, I grew up doing Boy Scouts. I, I am an Eagle Scout. And uh, while I was in college, I was halfway through my bachelor's. I was actually a Cub Master uh, for a Cub Scout group and was good friends with one of the, the leaders there. And she was also a 4-H leader. Um, she was actually a teacher at an elementary school. She was a PE teacher. And she invited me once to come be a volunteer uh, with her 4-H club. And I told her, I said, I, I don't know anything about animals because I thought 4-H and FFA was just strictly animals and that was it. And she said, no, 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 this is, you're teaching healthy living and you're teaching the kids an introduction to sports. And I, I said, oh, I could totally do that. And so I started volunteering and I fell in love with 4-H and to the extent how big it was. And so from there got a part-time job at the extension office there in, in Utah County, Utah. And uh, from there launched into going to grad school to do research with 4-H and then got a job here in Boise. So I have, uh, I've enjoyed being a part of this and, and love the program and the focus of 4-H. So that's, that's my story. So I'm a newcomer I, I, and uh, I hope to be one of those, those 4-H families passing down from generation to generation and, and get more first generation 4, 4-H families involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who are you passing to, Alan? Pass okay. Marcella. Marcella's up. Yes, Marcella, you are up. All right. So not so serious within topics, but as far <laughs> as our entertainment and out and about, any educator, in addition to 4-H educators, have a sense of humor. So within that, my question relates to what movie do you quote too much or what, what do you draw your humor from? So within keeping that open-ended. So you nice. can have a movie or what's your sense of humor within those aspects? Megan, you go first. Um, so the movie I quote too much is Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to ask, uh, what, what's your, what's the, your go-to quotes? Can you, can um, you way to go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> and you go, Glenn Coco. We also, I, uh, we also like have to identify what color we're wearing on which day on, right? That's awesome. And what's the other one? Like get in losers, we're going shopping, but then we'll replace <laughs> shopping with whatever we're about to go do. So get in losers, we're going to go do a podcast or <laughs> it's like so much or fetch, fetch. I'm still trying to make that a thing. That's awesome. What about you, Alan? I I thought a lot about this. My my go-to that I quote a lot is uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I say excellent a lot. And I don't think they say right on, but I say right on a lot. And uh, I, I also quote uh, Monty Python's The Holy Grail. You know, where it's, I'm not dead yet. So that's kind of like some of my uh, the ones that are, are go-tos for me. None of that was uh, Back to the Future which hey. I thought was your favorite movie. Oh, oh yes, it is my favorite movie. So, and I, you know, I need to get some more Doc Brown, you know, great Scott. You know, maybe I should, I need to add more of that to my, uh, my dialogue. Yes, <laughs> My yes. vocabulary. I think we need that, yeah. I could do that, I'll work on that. Those are hilarious. So within my office, when there are high stakes, you know, stress 
you need that comic break. Uh, my secretary and I, our go-to movie is Nacho Libre. Like you will hear us quote almost verbatim from mid-movie to the end. Um, sometimes actions, <laughs> actual hand movements, body movements, whatever the, the actual appropriate aspect is. But that is our comic relief of, okay, we need this break mentally, physically, emotionally, because that's where we're at. Okay, but you have to, you have to, what are, what are some of your, like, these are my recreation pants. Or yes, like... <laughs> recreation pants, everything from loan me some sweats. <laughs> it just continues on as far as um, this is good toast. So it all, it just kind of goes through whatever we have. Oh my it, gosh. It's hilarious. But at the same time, is that, okay, check out, let's, let's regroup. Yeah. Well, you can't go around with Jack Black, you know, and adding some levity. Yeah. That's, oh, definitely. It's good. Or those eagle eggs were a lie, Stephen. <laughs> it all works. It really does. It does. Yes. Oh, what man. I like about that question too is alan you talk about um if you're not having fun you're not doing it right or something yeah absolutely and i think what is great is that sometimes we all need uh just a, moments of just silliness and to have fun and a good laugh sometimes is the best cure yes well so yep yep my my question that i get to ask um is marcella what is your favorite podcast so right now, um, I am listening to um, Aubrey Marcus, just finished his book, audiobook, uh, really talking about owning your day. So that's kind of what he's looking at, everything from setting one day of your year that you own, from making breakfast, lunch for the next day, you wake up, have your little routine, getting through things. You may not be able to predict the day, but at the same time, you get to have control over how you're going to react or have those intuitions um, to keep things positive. So that's where I'm at right now. I love that. I, I need to check that out. I have not heard of that. Yeah. What's it called? Um, Aubrey Marcus. So it's there's several aspects of what he does. Um, one of his more mainstream um, related to that is going to be the on it. So if you've heard about like the on it supplements, there's various um, athletic routines, things as far as a group that you can do. He's on Facebook, um, really just talking about owning your life, whether it's work, learning, eating, training, playing, sleep, all those various aspects of how you can take control within those small aspects that really allow you to be in control of your life within planning ahead, doing that vigilant aspect. I love that holistic approach, when you, especially yeah. when you said play, because I feel like an advantage of being a 4-H professional is that you get to incorporate that in a, a career that no, not a lot of other careers get to do. And so that flexibility is really really nice i think that's that's awesome yeah alan what's your favorite podcast my favorite podcast is that i will listen to every week is wait wait don't tell me and it's not necessarily podcasts but they they you know they do it have it on podcasts um it's an npr game show about current events 
and they have some excellent guests and humor. I it makes me laugh every time I listen to it, and I I always need comic relief in the form of of some way or another. So every week, so that's that's my go-to. Um, but I I feel like yeah. I I have not explored the world of other cool podcasts like the one Marcella said. So I I'm gonna yes! have that on my list. I know I just did that this morning. I was I'm also an avid wait wait don't tell me listener. Um, and I was just this morning kind of rifling through my phone trying to get um, a new podcast, trying to find something new to listen to because I'm relatively like I have it and I know it, but I'm learning and I am shocked at the vast variety and amount of topics and things. Right. I thought it was all about true crime. So I wasn't sure that it was right up my alley all the time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So many more things out there in the world than just that. And I like, wait, wait, don't tell me because it's all current events and it makes sure that I'm paying attention to the news. Right. That's me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I miss it. So, uh, my favorite podcast that I'm all about right now, it's from Turner Classic Movies and it's um, like an in-depth study of Lucille Ball. And it's, wow. I can't even tell you what it's called at the moment. I'm sorry. I don't have my phone. Um, but yeah, it's kind of her career and uh, the legend that is Lucy. You know, isn't there also a movie or a TV show that's being produced about yeah, it's her? A, yeah, it's called Being Ricardos, and it's Javier Bardem and, oh, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So good timing on the movies part, but right, right. podcasts are new and exciting things. I'm not as, I, I feel like a novice when it comes to them. So right. being on the tech end of this has been... I've learned a lot all by myself too. Yeah. <laughs> See, well, diving in, we're diving in together. That's right. That's right. I'm like super excited to be part of this team. I think we have a lineup of some really great topics. Um, as we go through the various podcasts, the listeners, please do send us feedback. We are always looking for ways that we can continue to meet your needs in addition to exploring other resources. Um, great way to share resources. So if you have something to add to it, please do give us more feedback. Um, and thank you for joining us. We do have some really amazing podcasts right now available. Uh, check them out and we will be releasing some every few weeks. So as we go through, thank you so much. Thank That's you. How we're proven how the west is the best west is the best boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was good